What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Top Drawer Podcast. Adam and Alex here with you. Snowed in like the rest of the lower 48, uh, but we still had footy this weekend and some footy today. So I guess that makes it all right. Match week 24, uh, I believe either completed at the weekend or there's a makeup game tucked in there somewhere. Um, but we also, like I said, we had some football on today. Champions League action, Liverpool gave me some uh, chicken noodle soup that was good for my soul. Thank God, um, because they didn't at the weekend. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, it's good. It's a winter wonderland outside. Have you uh, been able to step foot out of your house today, Alex? Yeah, uh, took care of all the snow uh, in addition to working. Um, having to take the dog in and out of the house, you know, it's all the same nonsense. It really is for the birds, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's just... I mean, you want this on Christmas and maybe a little bit for New Year's. But, you know, when you get four foot of snow in the middle of February, not ideal. What am I going to do with it? Spring training for baseball is supposed to be starting right now. Apparently Lakeland, Florida is under, underneath snow. I don't know. Now, the, actually, I believe Florida is the only one that isn't. Everyone else, though. Eh, the snow doesn't like Texas. The math. <laughs> the math. The math prevents the snow. Yeah. yeah I, think, I, I think, think that checks out. Yeah. I think that checks out. Anyways, how uh, how did your boys do this weekend? How were the, the Mighty Red Devils? Not well. Not well. I mean, we didn't lose to West Brom. Um, I feel like I'm going to reiterate what happened last week. We had another draw. Um I got now it wasn't a 3-3 uh thriller like we had against Everton the week prior. A 1-1 kind of snooze fest to a point. Um I don't know. It it started off a little fiery. Uh uh I'm going to try to pronounce his name. West Brom's uh new signing from Galatasaray, uh Janye, D I A G N E. Apologies, of course. Um I was reading it, I thought it was uh Dinye cuz that's I just read the name and went I know that player. That's not so whatever it's not um he had a uh, early two minute goal to start off the fireworks now um, i am gonna start a little bit here um uh, he kind of railroaded over the top of uh um lindelof to get the goal of course there was no var and no decision and i you know i had flashbacks to a certain harry Maguire who got a a, a call back for uh, going over a burnley defender earlier in the year we did win yeah, that. I mean, we did win that Burnley game, but I'm just saying consistency. We didn't. They didn't even review it for VAR. At least it didn't go to a long, drawn out review. It may have been an earpiece one. I don't know, but I was. Yeah, a- I was surprised. I mean, um, Big Sam. I don't want to say the giant killer. He's like the the giant tamer. Yeah, he like puts them to he's sleep. Take him, yeah, I mean, he doesn't like defeat them. Mm-mm. He just, you know what he is. He's a. Which I can't believe this is the analogy I'm using. You remember the story about the Billy Goats and the troll under the bridge? Yeah. Right? So he, if I'm recalling this correctly, he's the Billy Goat that, like, just tricks the troll and, and just allows gets him to, to go the past, other side. Right? Yeah. So he doesn't defeat him, but he, like, just is allowed to move on. Af- I know. African or th- European swallows? I don't right. know that. Did you ever think that we would have a moment in this podcast where Big Sam and a troll were described and he wasn't He wasn't the troll? The troll? Yeah, right. no. I, I thought I was wondering where you were going with that cuz I was like cuz clearly he's the troll. Absolute curveball. Absolute curveball. No, so he uh he, I actually I I woke up and I had some things to do early on Saturday and I took a look and I saw it was 1-1 at half. So I, I sprinkled a little bit on the United money line. I figured they're good for a 78-minute, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 80th-minute penalty. No, it never came. Well, never came. So there was a penalty called in the 61st minute that was then ruled 
a no penalty. Now, so it goes to okay. So so it goes. It wasn't far off. It was Harry Maguire. Uh, It was a cross in. You know, it was a free kick outside the box. Yada yada. Goes to the far post where Harry Maguire is, where he gets his head on or gets right to the ball. He's pulled back and then legs get tangled and he goes down. Um, They call a penalty. He goes to the screen. Couldn't have been more for 10 seconds. He spent longer listening to his earpiece than he did walking over to the screen and looking at it. And he, Harry Maguire appears to be offside, his left leg. Uh, I have no problem with him going no penalty. It was for offside. Well, I forget the the ref's uh, name in this case. He comes out, disallows the penalty, but then gives United the corner kick and doesn't rule it because it was offside when Harry Maguire was clearly offside. I go, okay, now wait a minute, because that was a penalty. He pulled him back, and then their legs get tangled. I've seen shit called for less. If you disallow it because of the offsides, I'm cool with, because, you know, he was offside. But he didn't. And then nothing comes to the corner. There was like a... uh, I don't know. It comes... There was a save and a clear off the line from after the corner, so it doesn't really matter for us, but... Didn't matter for me either. Yeah. And then Harry puts one off the post in the 95th minute. Just got. I, I saw something that I had to just absolutely like clutch my pearls at. Uh, let me let me pull up. I, I took was, a screenshot. Was this the uh, the halftime? Uh, no, it was a quote. Did I delete it? I must have deleted it. Hold, please. This is uh, just in, interns pulling it back. That's up. right. This is just top tier stuff. Uh, well, I can't fucking find it. Anyways. Uh, Harry says uh, after the match something to the effect of it seems ever since other teams mm-hmm. spoke about us, mm-hmm. calls haven't been going our way. Yup. I mean, I don't think I've ever had anything as rich as that. Not even the double fudge chocolate cake from Red Lobster is as rich as what he fucking said. Imagine sitting there in a Manchester United shirt and complaining about calls. Like, oh, we're just not getting any calls. As your whole foundation of your entire reign of supremacy was built on getting the benefit of the doubt based on you, your manager, and your badge's clout. I think that's a little unfair. I know you do, but it's... Do it's I some... think we got calls earlier in the year and no longer are getting them now? Uh, yeah. Hang on, hang on. You're, you're fast-forwarding... You literally are the club that has the coin definition Fergie time. Yeah, it's because we score goals in extra time. Or at least close to extra time. No, you score goals in Fergie time. Which is the time added on to extra time that no one else ever seemed to get or could explain why it was six minutes instead of what everyone else would assume would have been four minutes. Fergie time was a larger concept than just that. In your eyes. It was late scoring goals. my point being... My point, my point being, is Manchester United saying that. Well, ever since someone mentioned it, we haven't got goals. I mean, come on. Well, come it's on. not that we haven't got goals. It's this Harry, calls, Harry, me. Harry Maguire me, style calls. headers that happened against us. Now were called against us. Then they're not being called now. You know why? Penalties rightfully it's, decided, and that could have been called for offsides. They just go, no, you just don't I get mean, the penalty, and you go, okay, Alex, whatever. You guys won a game after full time, like after the whistle had been blown. But the penalty was prior uh, to that. It said full time. They went back. The penalty was prior then, to that. And then what was it, two weeks later? I think it was like two, maybe three weeks later. There was almost an identical shout. 
but it, they didn't go and look at it because they had blown the. I forget what match it was, but I remember sitting there in awe, going, and it wasn't even Liverpool man. It was it was some random match, and going, wait a minute, they went and looked at the one for United after the whistle was blown. But my point being is, I could I could I just couldn't handle it, and the reason why, and I I have a theory on on why these calls aren't being made. Mm. It's because. Um, the data patch isn't available for that former model of refrigerator. That's what it is. It's not one of the new Samsung models with the screen in it. Well, it is. It was like the, it was like the original Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they're not making those, those software patches for your refrigerator anymore. Yeah. Not for that kind. Yeah. That kind's going out, right? You buy that one at like Busan's, right? The refurbished one. Yeah. When when you buy a fridge and then they take it away, that's who the big box source sells it to. Mm-hmm. That's where you get that refrigerator from. Like it still works. It's just running off uh, XP instead of but Windows if you had, 10. Yeah, if you had to pick one, yeah, it's on Vista. Yeah, right. Hey, Vista so, okay, was the maybe, best one maybe, on all of them. Yeah, maybe it doesn't work though. Uh, anyway, if you just to add a little bit, if if you're really loving the uh, uh, um, the sweet irony that's happened in that in this game with that quote specifically you'll enjoy what happened to us at halftime which is why i brought up if that's what you were talking about so the ball is in west brown's box the goalkeeper kicks the ball and it blah 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 turns it over in their half to bruno it's a four on two breakaway with our with martial cavani rashford and bruno's got the ball taking it uh to the halfway line the two minutes of extra time that happened, uh, that that was awarded at the end of the first half, ran out as we were crossing the halfway long line four on two, and the whistle proceeded to blow, and killed our our clear breakaway opportunity, uh, and that was already one one, and that would have put us up because there was no shot we're not scoring from that. We were outpacing so them hardcore. That's payback then. Yeah, yeah. For I the think, time the ball was blown yeah. in the air. Four seconds less than the no less than one. I'm minute trying to think Sadio if it was Mane the same. If goal. it was the same referee, and if I was a professional, or if we had this stupid intern, uh, they would have found it for me. In my mindscape, and I may just be like fantasizing this. It was the same referee. I mean, so. it does. It couldn't have been because yours actually eclipsed the two minutes. Like you, you exhausted. Yeah, yeah, we the did no exhaust the two minutes, but I've seen so couldn't have plenty been. of refs because you know Fergie time because that's a thing. Because they would have let it that is. go and let us score. Well, you know, in, in another life. Yeah. In another life. Yeah, well, I mean, Liverpool played great this weekend, to be fair. They did. Except for about seven minutes. And then in that seven minutes, just everything came undone. Yeah, I mean, it, and the problem is it can't be the last seven minutes, right? If you're going well, to let it out and if you're going to have a seven-minute gap of, like, unfocused badness... Can't be the last ten minutes, right? But it wasn't the last. It, it wasn't that late. It wasn't that late. I mean, it was like I think Liverpool scored like the fifty seventh or the sixtieth minute. Yeah, sixty seven. I'm looking at it right now. Was it six? Okay, so it was a little bit later. But then clear after, I mean, just boop, boop, boop. Now there's a little, you know, a little uh, on my part. I'll 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 kick up a fuss. Uh, Sadio Mane got two hand pushed to the back outside the box. That started the first goal for Leicester didn't happen. And then, but I mean, to be fair, it was just some calamity. I mean, Allison just 
running into Kabak when he had 10 yards. He's he's own. kind of really doing a whole like Pickford Kepa thing yeah, right he's, now. He, he's he's super method actor right now. You know what I mean? Like he's Christian Bale losing like 60 pounds to be someone else. Yeah. Like and I don't understand why he's just His arms are getting smaller, his decision making's going out the window. It's a whole thing. I I just don't get it. Uh cuz he had some absolute howlers. But you know what I mean? I've been spoiled by him for the past, what, two and a half seasons. So, you know, in this one, it's kind of, I don't know, it, it was more of the same. I mean, Liverpool is in sixth, you know. Um, it tastes like absolute sulfur saying that, mm-hmm. to be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we'll just go ahead and win Champions League. Then we don't have to worry about top four. It's not a big deal. Oh, Jesse's, Jesse's in the house. Yep, dog's back. Um, I, I don't know. I, they need something, but they need, am I, I got to ask you a question. All, all right? right. I want your honest, unbridled opinion. When you hear people explain Liverpool's performance and drop in performance as injuries because of their injuries, what is your take on it? Uh, on that as the answer. I, as it continues on, I buy it less and less. The initial slide from after kind of the United uh, Liverpool match, after you know Van Dyke's been out for forever, then Matip and, and Gomez staying out. After that kind of initial three week slide, after Boxing Day, I suppose, I, I buy it less and less, right? Because at some point, you're a professional club, you're champions, you need to adapt. You, yeah, you I bought mean, two center backs. I get they're fresh. They're brand new. One of them just got hurt again. I get it. At some point, I, I don't know. You got you got to just overcome well, it because it can't. To the rest of the season, you lose the, all the rest of the games. I'm not going to go. It's because injuries. I'm going to go. Man, that yeah, sucked. I mean, you had goes, injuries. You should have done something about that. If it goes that far, yeah. but I mean, let let's. I mean, let's be. You should have bought David Alaba in January to plug a hole. You should because at at some point it becomes okay. You bought two 18 year olds, one from the championship and one from who the hell wherever. Mate, that clearly wasn't what you should have done. You should have spent some money and got and bought one. I mean, you're telling me your doctors didn't know Joel was going out for the rest of the year, or Joel going, whichever one went out again. Well, they both went out for the rest of the year. So you're telling Aside me they were well, eh, six, eight well, weeks? No, I mean the whole year. It happened at the point. I mean, the issue is here's the issue: Liverpool have had 16 different center back pairings. 16. Okay, this is the I believe. I believe it was the ninth game that Liverpool have had all season with eight first-team players out for injury. I mean, and I bring this up because I, I see a lot, uh, you know, I don't put much stock in the in the soccer and, and European football reporting from ESPN because oh, it looks like they have terrible. a 14-year-old running their Twitter account, mm-hmm. and I, I can't stand... Bellamy, I mean Stevie Nickel, God love him, but I mean he is I can't just, stand. <laughs> he is the most crotchety, nothing is good enough until Liverpool won something. And then they're like, Oh my god, and he just he does the whole laugh it off like yeah. <laughs> they showed me up and it's like okay, but yeah. anyways, I but I gotta listen to them and then you see it on Twitter, you know, you know, Sky Sports, BT, all these different pundits. And you you know, luckily there's people who have nothing else to do with their time that can find these quotes and parse them next to each other. You know, where last year 
the 20 point drop from Manchester City was described as, well, they're missing Americ Laporte and he's one of the finest defenders in the league. Mm. And they've been at this torrid pace for, for two and a half some years. It's only natural that there would be some regression. Mm-hmm. And then I have a team who have no senior center backs available because they're all dead. Mm-hmm. Um, who went 97, 98 points in a row. And also the year before won the champions league and have, like I said, not only just the center backs, but I mean, between Tiago, between Kaita, uh, Fabinho being injured now as a deputized center back. Now Liverpool's being called bad champions. And so what I would say to you is, if anything, when the initial injuries happened, Liverpool went to top of the table. And so if that didn't happen, right, if if you could see the the speed bumps along the way. Yeah. Right after the injuries, no one would be like, well, you're sixth. Yeah, I mean, you've kind of been sixth all year because you got bit. But because they carried all the way to first, and then they had this steep decline. Mm-hmm. And make, let, me make, let, me, let me just put a disclaimer out there. I don't think this is all injuries. Trent Alexander-Arnold has played like shit this year so far. Yeah. Well, far I, off the pace. I, I, I think that's that's kind of the point. Is I, 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 I'm not throwing it all away. I'm not throwing all the injuries away. And I'm not saying you're bad champions, but I'm saying there comes a point, and I don't know that we've reached it yet, but there will because there's enough time left in the season to where if things don't – I don't expect you to improve to the point where you turn into the best defensive record from here on out and then you know go back to second or third. I, I'm not expecting that either. But at minimum, there's an eyeball test to where, all right, we got to just hunker down and just play some football. We might lose every game, but we're not going to look like this anymore type of and Henderson, you're going to play center back. Figure it out. You're not playing midfield for the rest of the season because everybody else is dead for the back line. You're playing center back. Figure it out. Like at some point, I imagine that you I just got to do mean, that. We, we kind of had that conversation though, because like so, if, if and that was one of the things where it was like you know people thought well Liverpool can't score a goal to save their lives, right? They wouldn't, you know, they couldn't hit not you know they couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat right. kind of thing, or whatever other analogy you want me to say. But when you take Henderson and Fabinho out of midfield because you put them in the defense, mm-hmm. now you've got James Milner and Genie Vinaldum and a 20-year-old Curtis Jones as your link from the back to the front. I think it just magnified some already, I don't know, there's something wrong with the with the cohesion of the front three and how they play. I'm not saying personally, all right? Agreed. And 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 I think that there's skill in them that yes, when you lose uh main forces from your midfield, a la Jata, a la Hendo, uh that that's definitely gonna affect productivity. There's no way it doesn't. Trent not playing well and not getting balls into the box is is gonna affect productivity. And I think this kind oh, of he's getting them in the box just it's like me playing beer beer pong at the end of the You're night. You're right. I'm throwing it in the general in the direction. direction. Yeah. Right. But I am just fucking yeah. air mailing all of them. I don't know. And there's like, I, I'm not trying. I don't know. Let me use my words a little carefully because I, I want to be mild. I want to be sensitive to Klopp's situation. Um, you know, th- hmm. I don't even know how to explain what I'm thinking. Like, I, I see. There's not a lot of service from midfield. You have Tiago coming back from injury or coming back from being out for whatever reason it was. And he is just, he is just 
I don't know what his problem is, but he is just fouling up the yin-yang. I mean, he had, what, today against Leipzig, he had, like, a major foul in the first, like, minute and a half of the game, and it's like, and it was something completely unnecessary. He gave away the two yeah. fouls against Leicester, Harvey Barnes' goals and James Madison's goal. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, uh, that's been his calling card here, and, like, part of me, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Obviously, the league's a little bit. We know the difference between the English league and, and the Bundesliga. I'm I'm withholding all judgment on how he fits into this Liverpool side until he plays consistently with the midfield he was bought to play with. Yeah. With Fabinho behind him and Henderson next to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with a healthy Nabi Keita, things like that, right? And, you know, the unfortunate part is it's not like he's 24. No, no, he's right? not. He's got like a year and a half of, of what that is. But, yeah, the, the fouling, man, it is – he reminds me – he is like a cousin of Lucas, our for, our, our mm-hmm. adopted uh, Brazilian scouser. Except Lucas would always do this at the end of a match. Mm-hmm. And I mean like the last two fucking minutes. Give away and a major he, foul oh right outside God, the box. Right on the edge of the box. Yeah. He did it in the comeback against Dortmund in the second leg of the semi or the quarterfinal of the Europa League, uh, where we were down like one nil in the first leg, and they came back and they went up two nil quick. We scored, then Ruiz made it three one at Anfield, and they came back and won four three. Fucking Mamadou Sissoko and Dayan Lovren scored the last two goals to win it. It was wild, but right after Lovren scores in like the eighty eighth minute, 90, I think it just turned the ninetieth minute. The Royce is coming down, down the left side, and I every time, every time, Alex, I would you would see it in your mind's eye. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about manifesting? I felt like a multi-level marketing mom, mm-hmm. right? That's how much I manifested when I watched Lucas play in the last nine in the ninety-second minute. And here comes Royce, and he just sticks his leg in, ball on the edge of the box, and they almost score from a free kick at the at the death. Mm-hmm. That's Tiago in the first twelve minutes, yeah. and and I don't he has to have a yellow to play. It's yeah. like, well, and I, and I don't want to pass again too much judgment on him either because he is only he's only been here for however long, uh, you know, a couple of months. But I don't know. I feel like there's a there's a I don't know what to call it. Is is it a locker room issue? Is it is some from from the head coach from Jurgen? Is it is there just a whole disarray with because because like you said when Van Dyke went out yeah there was a little rocky start but then you guys proceeded to take off and get back to top of the league as where you should have been um and then yeah you can lose two more two more senior center backs um and that's not easy to deal with but I don't know it, there needs to be leadership from somewhere whether it's in the dressing room whether it's from the manager. And again, you may not win any more games. You may not win enough games to get back in the top four. But it needs to be a, a level of play that is not what kind of we're seeing. Now, I didn't watch the Leipzig game today. I just caught some of the clips of it. So I don't know if if the play was better so, or if you just so got the, the goals. So I have no idea. Well, so as a Liverpool fan, right, you're watching it and they're they're taking it to Leipzig through the first half, right? So it goes into halftime, nil-nil. And there's a guy who I follow who who's, who writes for some blogs and is really good on stats. Uh, on the Liverpool side, historical stats, right? And he goes, uh, he tweets something like, um, something to the effect of, you know, Liverpool looks real good, and that's a worrying thing, considering how that's the exact same thing I tweeted at halftime of the last three matches. Mm. Because Liverpool had looked good. They had played well. They had missed the end product. 
And that's always been the issue, right? So, like, a lot of times will look good, and they did against Leicester, right? They had the one nil lead, and then they gave it up, gave it up, gave mm-hmm. it up. This time, we were on the uh, – there. we had uh, – sorry for the long, dramatic pause. I had to gather myself. Sadio Mane pulled back a ball that was – deflected out of play. I saw that I saw that clip. I saw the slow motion clip of it. Yeah. I mean out to the goal. And the line. linesman yeah. a linesman on the far side. Opposite side of the goal from the goal line. Looking through two posts, a goalkeeper, a defender, and a net. Calls that ball out. How? I don't believe it was. You when they zoom in you can see some curve to where that white line was, and that's the edge of the ball. Um, if that's a goal, goal line doesn't let that stand because it wasn't all the way out. Mm. Anyways, that was one. I mean, that was just this harbinger of doom for me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I've seen this, this movie go. the last six weeks, yeah. right? And it doesn't. And luckily, we get some. We get some good fortune where Leipzig just gifted us the two goals. Mm. They put Salah and Mane in one on one. Easy as you like. Allison had a big save at the beginning of the second or second half, one on one towards the corner of the box. Came out, made himself big. Typical Allison, you know, one on one kind of save. And so I just wonder though, you know, is this? We've been talking about what the Champions League is going to do to Premier League teams mm-hmm. when it comes back. Could this might actually have a helpful effect? It's not an English team. It's in a it's in a sprint format, right? So it's not like uh, if I don't win this game, you know, that's a snowball effect for my points. It's I, you know, I do this, stay in this match, and I win the next. It's one a very it's a very thing. one and then another one. It's a day yeah, by day situation. It's a, I mean, yeah. that's how cup competitions go, right? It, it's it's a poor way to determine a champion because you know in a season type thing, yeah. but in a tournament it works. But does this allow Liverpool to kind of go okay? We're, we're we're not that bad, mm-hmm. right? Here's a little bit. And then playing again in two weeks, another kind of respite. Not an English team. Not the pressure of what's their Premier League record like. Does this maybe, I mean, obviously, hopefully no one gets hurt. Does this maybe do the inverse of what we're wondering? If it's going to happen to Man City done, or something. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, that's interesting. I, I've heard this thought before throughout the years of... of you're doing shit in this competition. And so getting a change of scenery and going to Istanbul and playing in a different competition for a minute and then coming back after a win and going, yeah, we're not, we're not as bad as we've thought we were for the last three or four weeks or, or what have you. Yeah. No, I I feel like that that is a general possibility. Now the wear and tear on your players and just the general fatigue is still something Again, that needs to yeah. be considered. Not good, um, not good. Right, because you, uh, you, you, know, you want to play your first team in the Champions League tournament. Well, you got to come back and you got to scrape some points back here because you got you know Chelsea up next or Arsenal up next or whomever, and you got to put your first team out or at least the best first team you can there. So I don't know. It's it's gonna it'll be interesting to see because I'm interested to see what happens to Man City. I got into a little uh, not not tiff but a uh, uh, conversation with someone in, in, in our comments on one of our Facebook po- or Instagram posts. And his point was, generally, isn't that going to happen to everybody else? The fatigue of Champions League and not just Man City, which was kind of my point. And I don't know. I, Man City is a team that all they want to do is win the Champions League. They're like PSG. Yeah, we win the leagues. Yeah, we blah, blah, blah. 
I want I want to win the Champions League, and they're just not good at it, right? And Pep hasn't not won the Champions League anywhere else he's gone except Man City. So I think they're going to put a larger effort into that than they would. I mean, especially with them being top seven points clear, blah, blah, blah. Don't got to do that. We can rest Laporte. We can rest, you know, whomever. So Tell you who they can't rest is Gundogan. No, that man is on fire right now. Just don't don't put him on penalties. But other than that. Well, it's interesting. I mean, it, it, it's interesting because it, I'm thinking about yeah. an opposite effect, but with the same playing the same schedule almost, but it having two different effects on two different teams. Um, I mean, granted, it's all predicated on getting a result, right? Mm-hmm. So Liverpool got the result. Now Liverpool didn't get the result. Yes, that then continues, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I wanted to take I, I wanted to take a moment. I mean, football Twitter is so unbelievably exhausting at all of the things that people come up with and people say. And, um, man, it's like pretty infuriating a lot. Of times. I mean, Twitter just in general. But so Klopp's mom, unfortunately, passes away about two and a half, three weeks ago. Mm. The funeral was this past week. Comes out basically the day of the funeral. It hits the the, the, wires, the journals. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, Klopp clearly can't leave to go to Germany to see for the funeral. Yeah. Uh, I believe this happened to Pep Guardiola also mm. earlier in the in the pandemic last year. I think um, there Neto. I think Neto hasn't seen his child, his mm-hmm. newborn child, because of you know the restrictions that he has to do to fulfill his professional obligations. Mm-hmm. And man, these. Virgin basement dwellers are just a rumor spark that you know Klopp had quit, yeah, but he had left and this and that, and it's like you know, my God. Well, that all probably came from like the Sun or the Daily Mail or something. Well, no, I think no, this was from like Liverpool alleged Twitter fans. Oh, you know, well, there sometimes in-house uh, fans in air quotes are sometimes the worst. The worst. I mean, speaking of worst, I have my own fans for about four weeks in a row, uh, racially racially abusing Anthony Martial and and Axel Twinzebi, and it's the most disgusting thing that I have to somehow be classified with these troglodytes and and ridiculous people. I mean, just wouldn't you get tired of dragging your knuckles all the time, mm-hmm. right? Wouldn't you want to evolve a little bit? I you would think so to to join Maybe regular shoulders, right? regular Maybe society. On... Maybe maybe pull up some posture, right? Get those knuckles off the ground, right? When you're hunched right. over a keyboard all day and not doing nothing else, I don't know if you can do that, though. Yeah, you know, I, I guess. But yeah, it was just so tiresome. And it's like, as a fan of a team it, that's going through a, a, a rough patch, I mean, it's hard enough. Mm-hmm. Why make it harder? Please make it less difficult. Don't, don't do this. I don't know. No, I I 100% agree, and it's I know. Anyway. and that's why I had mentioned earlier I wanted to be a little careful about how I talked about the manager. He's going through quite a time, and I yeah, well, and that's what that's what sparked it. I mean, he had a, he had a great press conference on uh, it was yesterday actually it was the pre Champions League one, and he was like, look, he's like, I've been playing since I was 20, I've been managing since I was 30. Mm-hmm. He's like, I professionally I can unplug, I am fine. He goes. He's like, my beard might get grayer. Yeah, I don't sleep. My, that, I mean, that's just kind of how I am, but it's professionally. That's how it goes. This isn't a good time. We'll figure it out, but it's not be, It's not a not good time because of my personal life. Mm-hmm. That's not a good time on its own, right. separate. 
I am a professional. I, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. So tell you who, uh, just to kind of get out of that rut, it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a deep rut. Um, our guys are at it again. I don't, did you see the headline? Uh, Aside from being undefeated under new ownership, right? Those who had lost wages at yes. the club yes. are now being fully reimbursed by the new, uh, finally officially confirmed mm. owners of Wrexham FC, our, of course, our favorite Welsh football team. Yeah, that's correct. Um, that's correct. The only, in my opinion, in our opinion, the only Welsh football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob Mac. I always lose it in my throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very it's a very back of the tongue type. Rob of... McKelney. Yeah, you always McKelney. you always want like another R somewhere in there. You want to be you want it to be Mikel Henry, and it's not. It's not. It's not. But they're, no, they're, they're covering all lost wages. Yeah, anyone who was furloughed, who... anyone who took lower wages to stay on, uh, they're all being covered. Uh, and all the back pay is being covered by uh, uh, Rob with a W and Ryan with a W. If you see on their Twitter, they added a little W to the start of their their names. It's fantastic. That's right. Yeah. So good to. I also think they were the only club, and I don't know the details on this, but they were the only club that were left out of the like uh whatever the government funded catchphrase name mm-hmm. uh money influx was and i don't i don't know why they were or what it was i don't know if it was cuz it was in the middle of a purchasing or yada yada but well as they said they you know they don't need their money no they don't and for just a touch of news maybe this will be like our uh 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 what's our what's the is it sliding rack uh for michigan uh, slippery, uh, slippery rock, rock. slippery rock. Yes. This will be our slippery, slippery rock. rock, right? So uh, today, Wrexham, for I believe the first game that was played with new ownership, won two nil over Woking and have risen to sixth place. And I believe it's third. I believe they're three and all under their full. Oh, ownership. is it their third match? I think I think so. Right. I think I saw something from Rob's Twitter that's well, they're 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 four undefeated with two wins and uh, two draws back to back. So two win- last two games, two wins, then two draws. But they're up to sixth place now, one point ahead of. Oof. No, I'm mistaken. I'm mistaken. It was today that he posted. So he said undefeated under new ownership six hours ago. There it is, full time, two 0 So there. So I'm not going to go through the uh, uh, Welsh championship. I don't know what league they're in. <laughs> <laughs> it's in, truth be told, it's probably a word that I cannot fucking Uh-oh. pronounce. The Welsh in the back of my throat. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, there's no reason to go through it because all no, but they're but they're undefeated now. So, so I'm all about it. That's right. Apparently, they have a former Manchester United player on their team. Fade everybody else. Devontae Vincent's on their team. Oh, look at that! I'm now extra invested. There you go. See, hope springs eternal. That's right. And the source is Wrexham FC. First, can I bring up this quick statistic? Um, you, may. you uh, may. So I was watching the PSG um, uh, Barcelona Champions League match, the other Champions League match that happened today. So Kylian Mbappe had a hat trick at the Camp Nou for the in the Champions League for the first time since uh, Shevchenko was there with some Milan. 
No, no, some uh, Eastern European oh, team. One um, of his end yeah. of the career tour ones. Yeah, and so that was a great set. That game was five goals or four goals is always or no because it was four one was always is always fun to watch. Barcelona, man, their one goal came from a penalty that was. DeJong tricked him. It was it was it was uh it was the send off for uh uh David Louise where the foot comes yeah. up and a cleat hits a shoelace and then you fall over. There's an issue I have with that, right? Because I wanna say what's he supposed to do, but at the same time what's if you fall what's over the atta- right. what's I mean, the attacker supposed to do, right? So I don't think Louise should have been sent off for a red. No. I think that was the issue. But a foul. I don't like the penalty when I see it, but I say well, you can't not call that a penalty. It's an unfortunate penalty. But, like, the defender was beat out of position, and then as he's tracking back, not paying attention. And it, was like, it wasn't like De Jong stopped. No. Right? And, like, that's something Eric Lamella would when do. When you're running right? at 24 Lamella, miles an yeah. hour, you, the slightest touch will throw you off. Uh, yeah, Eric yeah. Lamella will do that. Or at least used to. He doesn't play anymore. So, uh um, but you know, so I just wanted to bring that stat up. The game was fun. Killing Mbappe, his three goals were were pretty fantastic. Um, no, it, it was a fun game. I'll be uh, looking forward to the return leg in uh, Paris. I'm sure it'll be another five nil thrasher. Yeah, well, like I saw, you know, never has any of this ever happened before, mm. uh, where you know we see a Barcelona team come back against a team from Paris mm-hmm, mm-hmm, down mm-hmm. in the from the first leg. Although my money is not on this this uh collation team to come back. No. I don't think uh, I don't think it's in them. But who knows? Who knows? It'll be interesting to see where uh whose money Messi takes at the end of the year. It's going to be no matter what it is, it's going to be a shitload. What do they do? Right? And we're not going to we're not going to pretend to be versed in the ways of Barcelona inner finance. I don't think anybody is. I don't think the board of directors is versed. No, in they're not. That's finance. where the problem came from. But so Messi leaves, takes money, you know, releases himself from his contract. I mean, they're in so much debt. They're in like, Hey, this might be an actual problem debt. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how things are handled in Spain, but even if, even if there was a way to get a little bit of help, uh, they're not exactly in the region that could go to the crown in Spain and say, "Hey, you want to help us out?" In fact, they're the antithesis. Cat- Catalonia is right? not going to the, not going to right. King What's His Butt and is getting anything from them. They're not getting a bailout. I don't know if that's possible though. But it's just, I mean, like, because you think like, okay, Messi's gone. Well, they're gonna just they're gonna go buy Mbappe. They're gonna go buy this. They're, you know, Neymar is gonna come back and save them. To now be that fair, Messi's gone to be and... fair, Messi's four-year contract that he's working on right now is valued of north of five hundred million dollars, in addition to like fifty-five million in in just yearly pay, and then the rest in bonuses and shit. Dropping half a billion dollars in four years on and player, and so removing that from the books right. would save quite a bit of money. Well, see, when you're already in debt, that's not exactly True. how that works. Because now ticket sales are down. It doesn't save you money. Jersey. It doesn't save you. Yeah, it doesn't save you money. It doesn't compound your debt further. Correct. Correct. Right. So when you're not having fans in and all that stuff, so that's a, another side. But so you get rid of them. So like, there was an article that came out maybe a couple months ago, and it said you know Liverpool or Barcelona still owe like X amount for Philippe Coutinho. Well, they don't 
they didn't owe it to Liverpool. I believe what happened is they sold that bad, they sold that, that debt, debt yeah. to someone else. So they still owe whomever, whatever consortium purchased it, mm-hmm. right? So that's my question. Like, what is that? What do they do? Do they, like, can they even replace? I mean, and obviously you don't replace Messi, but like, you got to, that's a void, right? I mean, I, I don't know off the top of my head who the actual ownership of Barcelona is. I doubt it's a Catalonian billionaire somehow. So I don't think Spain as a country or whomever the ownership is, is going to let the club fail as a matter of fact, because La Liga, of that. I don't think La Liga no, will yeah. let Barcelona. That's, that's going to be the, the point to it. Yeah. Um, and And that's, I mean, I think a more fun thing to talk about is where is Messi going to go? I still want him to go to Man City. I don't give a shit. I don't care if it puts the final nail in my own coffin because the the hope and the the premise of that, like, oh, my God, we're going to win everything now. And then the heel that would be... I'm going to bankrupt In my fact, they don't win yeah. anything because it just morally, internally, and financially corrupts them. Mm-hmm. Now, they can't be financially corrupted because... We all know how much the FA and and the PL of the lengths they'll go to allow them to do what they want with their books. Yeah, and also there's a you know chic oil baron who's running the show. Yeah, he won't so be. He won't be. I broke, think he'll that's be fine. for sure. Yeah, no, I still want him to go to Man City. Man City, I, I don't I, want I, him I think, to go. I think the money is PSG, right? I mean, that's money line. He, yeah, I mean. I mean, Probably. if if Mbappe stays, if Neymar, I mean, there there was talk not last or yeah last summer before the messy craziness happened, there was talk of Neymar going back to Barcelona, and then that kind of kickstarted the Messi stuff because they didn't have the funds to pay for both of them. Messi wanted out, but they wouldn't release him. Blah blah blah. And so you know, if if they were trying to get back together, trying in air quotes, you know, if Mbappe and I don't know how you pay this as PSG. Mbappe's there, Neymar's there, Messi's there. I mean, that's that's a front three without a striker that I'd be scared of. Sorry, Mbappe's coming to Liverpool, so I'm not I mean, worried about en- it. Enjoy that $500,000 a week paycheck. Nah, it's all right. Nike will take care of it. All right. Um, it sounds like I continued my reign of Mr. Consistent last week. You, you did. have the numbers? That you did, yeah. So we did, uh, I don't know what, I think it was just 10 matches last week. It was, in fact, because I can do math. I went 6-4, and four, you went 3-7. and seven. So we're continuing this where I'm above three hundred or 500 and you are below uh, Yeah, guys, if you just fade me, you guys will be making some serious profits. Yeah. Um, I mean, things that caught us off, uh, I had um, uh, Brighton. And you had Villa against each other. We both took an L on that because that was a draw. We both had United, Manchester. Uh, that was a draw. Uh, and then we both took Everton. And Fulham just shoved it right up where the sun don't shine with that one. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know how we I'm saw okay it. There's that. no way you see the Fulham one coming. The other ones were draws. That fucking happens, I guess. I find it's weird. We, we often only pick each and draw uh, a match yeah, you picked is, one i didn't pick one at all last week and we, we're we're very american sport like even though we've been watching uh english football for the <laughs> last forget. 15 yeah. 20 years of our lives when it comes to pickums, it's very much a pick pick one or the other oh yeah and draw forgot about that 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on. I'm, I'm looking at the schedule here now and making sure we don't forget any. So we've got the completion of match week 24, I believe, is Wednesday the 17th. Mm. We got two matches, and then we kick back on for match week 25 starting Friday. We got some Saturday, Sunday, and a Monday night. And then it looks like we have a. I don't. Uh, so so there's we a have something on mid, Thursday, midweek, uh, Tuesday, and Thursday. I think are. Um, uh, uh, play uh, replay games of the 15th and 16th week, or maybe it's 16th and 17th. So that would be this Wednesday. So today for you all, tomorrow for us recording right now. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm talking to following. Ne- well, next week they don't play. They they play they have a- Monday night for week 25, and then a single match on Tuesday the 23rd, and yeah. then they don't play till the tw- so till that Saturday. so that Tuesday match is a, is a is a replay. Is a, yeah, it yeah. has to be. So, all right. So we're gonna go from uh, to Wednesday the seventeenth games, and then we're gonna go through match week twenty five, and then we'll have the lone outlier, the replay uh, that is on Tuesday the twenty third. Yep. So we'll have ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, thirteen matches to pick from. So I know, <laughs> I know where your draw is gonna go. I know exactly where your draw is gonna go. The one draw you will select, and it's this very first game, Burnley, uh, Burnley and Fulham. That is correct. It is going to be because it's the third <laughs> match of my parlay. I hit the That's first right. two, and I That's need this right. one to be a draw. Oh god! It could be a ten ten uh, draw. I don't care, but just you know what? I almost gave you. Um, I was going to say, you know what? I'll go with you, but then I realized that would that would curse you. So yes, I'll go yes, against please. it. Stay away. I I clearly cannot pick Sean Deitch. Uh, so I will go with Fulham. I mean, although, did you watch, I mean, not watch Burnley last week. I didn't watch him either, but they won 3-0. That's not a Sean Dyche Burnley side. He must have been out sick or something. Fulham took the pants off of uh, Everton last week, yeah, so you well. love to see that. All right, so uh, speaking of Everton, they, they get some more medicine. Uh, so the this, this what is it, the matinee, you would call it? They're mm-hmm. both technically matinees. Everton, Man City. Yeah, City. Yeah, same here, City. All right, moving on to match week 25. Um, two, two soft spot clubs for me that are just really breaking my own heart. Uh, Wolves and Leeds. Uh, I'm taking Wolves here. I think they're on a two-gamer right now. So Listen to that. that uh, Neto is a special player. That he is. Special. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we haven't burnt any bridges and they're not too sour by how much... Uh, they got ripped off for Diogo Jata because I'd love for Liverpool to go for Neto at the mm. summer, but I don't I, I don't know how willing they would be to sell to us after that. But who knows? We sold him Kiana Hoover, uh young center back, which maybe we shouldn't have. Um I'll take Wolves as well. Right. Who knows what Leeds is ever gonna do. That, just... That's the problem with picking anything Leeds. And especially if we, we kind of strayed away from talking about the odds of the of the gambling here. Only at plus one eighty three versus Wolves at plus one fifty seven. I'm getting odds to already pick the favorite. Uh, I think I'll stay with that. You're not giving yeah. me enough with leads here. Yeah, I mean, favorite is a loosely defined term in this match. True. Um, Southampton hosting new informed Chelsea. Right, it's still the honeymoon phase. Roman hasn't uh, fired anybody yet. Mm-hmm. What you got? Uh, I got Chelsea. Southampton's on the downward. Chelsea's on the upward. Yeah, um, I want to go Southampton. I just, I haven't seen it. 
they, they look rudderless right now. So, uh, because I love them so much, uh, I love Alpine, uh, Klopp and I love Danny Ings. So I'll go with Chelsea. So everybody, that, that'll be a two unit play on Southampton for all you paying attention out there. Chelsea for me. Uh, here you go. Two teams that I loathe. Burnley hosting West Brom. Yeah, I got Burnley on this one. God, this is so gross. Here's my... Uh, it's going to be a draw. It's going to be exactly what this match deserves. It's, it, it's a good spot for a draw. It's waiting there. Yeah. They're both just going to sit back. The ball's... No one's ever even going to kick the ball mm-hmm. off. They're It'll just, just stay low on. blocks. It'll just low stay on, center, on the center line. That's right. Two whistles all match. Uh, Merseyside Derby, Liverpool, they host Everton. Uh, well, I got some money on Everton straight up, so give me, give me the toffees. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Liverpool. Um, what is, oh, there we are. Fulham, Sheffield United. I almost lost my – I need my reading glasses. Mm. Fulham, Sheffield United um, to finish our Saturday slate. I forgot Sheffield was even playing matches for the last like seven weeks, so give me Fulham. Yeah, that's right. Same there. Fulham. Fulham's actually they Adama Lookman uh had a nice little uh um outing against Everton last, so you need to watch out for him tomorrow. I mean you don't. You're not lining up for Burnley. No. Um but I think when you watch Fulham play, it's absolutely ridiculous to see that they only have like you know three wins, four wins, all season, mm-hmm. whatever it is that they have, because they don't look like they're that bad. Mm-mm. They just don't get any results. They have the best English manager in the entire league, and I can't name his name. Uh Chris, isn't it Chris? Oh God, listen to us. See, you you, you put me on a set now. Um, hang on. I also could have probably Googled that Scott Parker. Yeah, he's got the nice hair. He's got always he got a nice hair. very nice hair. All right. Speaking of someone who does not have nice hair, West Ham hosts Spurs. West Ham, man, they they keep moving. I'll take them. Yes, and, and this is more about Mourinho being on the accelerated lose the locker room in two years plan than it is about West Ham. Although mm-hmm. West Ham, they continue to score without a striker. So. Mourinho really does only have two plans. It, it's it's either win a title and then get fired after three years, or it's lose the entire locker room and get kicked before January of his third year. Here's my issue: right? is like I think we talked about this before with Mourinho. Things were going great, and they were going great not in the normal Mourinho way. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like he was like really drunk, right? And then he like woke up after like week like nine or 10, after a ten week bender. And he was like, wait a minute. We're playing exciting, expansive football, and I've turned Harry Kane into the biggest creative player in the world right now. And mm-hmm. whoa, 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 whoa. That's right. Hang on. Go out, get a goal, and then let's sit on our fucking hands for 65 minutes. All right? And let's just take every punch we can take. No, 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 no. Let's not try to be, you know, uh, proactive. Let's just be reactive. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. And they're getting the results that they deserve with it. So, uh, Aston Villa and Leicester. I haven't seen anything from Aston Villa lately. Leicester, it yeah, is. they've been they've been faulting. Uh, definitely an odd an odd tumble. Tiny Shimpads are is running out of juice. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're I'll the take, only one doing anything, you know. I'll take Leicester as well. Um, Man City travel to Arsenal. City. 
unfortunately, I mean, who, you know, if, if God be for us, who could be against us? That really mm-hmm. seems to be their mantra right now because they are in the league absolutely unstoppable. Mm. Uh, you guys finish out the Sunday slate traveling or no, you're hosting Newcastle. That's right. Yep. I'll take uh United here. So will I, so will I, this is a pretty, a pretty clear, uh, I say it now, I'm going to go one in 12, mm-hmm. pretty clear slate here. Um, finishing match week 25 on Monday night football, Brighton. <laughs> we got the battle of the chickens, <laughs> Brighton and crystal palace. I want crystal palace. I like crystal palace. They just haven't, again, haven't showed me anything in the last five or six weeks. I'll take Brighton. Yep. I'll take Brighton as well. And the makeup, we've got Leeds hosting Southampton. This one's literally anybody's guess. It really is. I mean, I think if anybody's going to give up five goals, probably Southampton's the one to do it, so give me Leeds. I'll take Southampton here. All right. I I think that could be a little bit of medicine. Let's do a – let's scroll back a little bit because we do got to give some scores. Let's do uh, the Merseyside Derby, Everton-Liverpool. What's our scores? God damn it. Why are you putting that on me? Um, Because I need your double – Double like uh uh I don't know chakras going out into know, the ether so that way my bet on Everton comes through. Yeah, so let's 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 really internalize this here, right? I'm gonna manifest this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna turn into an Instagram mom right now, a boy mom, a boss mom, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it, right? I'm gonna manifest that that positive outcome that I need. Um, give me three nil, Liverpool. Three nil for Liverpool for Adam. Uh, I'm gonna. I ha- I have this like tingle in my bones about a high scoring game, and not just like a two one or something like that. I'm, I'm feeling something. That that five four over Tottenham really got the juices flowing here. Uh, give me a three two Everton. It's the grossest sound I've ever heard in my life. Mm. All right. Well, there are those. I'll be sure to go 1 and 12. As long as that 1 is Liverpool, I'm fine with it. I don't care. You can go 12 um, and 1 as long as. Wow. Yeah. No, yeah. you got to go 12 and 2. As long as your 2s are a draw for Burnley and Fulham and then a loss for everything. Uh, there you Liverpool. go. There you go. All right. Um, you want to hit them with the business and then we'll wrap this up? Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, TopDrawerPod at gmail.com is the way that you can email us with all your picks or any information that you want to shoot our way. Your resumes, your CVs, and your minimum of three personal references that are not your family for our internship that's opening. That's right. Unpaid. Unpaid. Uh, get us on our socials, uh, Instagram at TopDrawerPod, uh, Facebook TopDrawerPodcast, and Twitter at TopDrawerPod as well. Our Patreon is patreon.com backslash TopDrawer. Um, Make sure that you're subscribed and following on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, you get our podcast the minute they come out on Wednesday. I say morning, and then every week is different. Sometimes it comes out at 9 in the morning. Sometimes it's out at 1 p.m., but it doesn't matter. Just subscribe, and it won't matter what time it comes out. Because it's going to come out onto That's your right. phone, and it's going to let you know that. So, Bob. Exactly, exactly. It's convenience, right? It's, mm-hmm. That's all That's all. It's We're about. We're trying it's to deliver this to you. We just need you to do the one thing, and then we will deli- hand-deliver it to you smoking hot right out of somewhere. We're going to bring it right, right to, to your, your front door. That's right. Maybe on a couple, of, couple of oil men from Texas. That's right. We don't, <laughs> we don't take too kindly to y'all saying no. <laughs> All right. Well, 
let's uh, let's hope Man City fall on their face. Let's hope Liverpool can keep scoring, and I guess you need a draw tomorrow. Yep, something like that. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, guys. Well, I'm Adam. I'm Alex. And this is Top Drawer.